Hey y'all, welcome to Life Check 1-2. This is your host, Ariana. And your host, Anquinette. And today we will be discussing weathering the storms. And so before we start this episode, we just want to put a disclaimer out there that this may be a hard listen for some of you because Anquinette will be recounting a traumatic time in her life where she had gone through domestic violence. So if this triggers anybody in any way that's negative... Please skip over this episode. This will be a two-part episode. So next week's episode will be more about healing and the methods that Anquinette has gone through and continues to go through to heal properly. Also, want to make sure that y'all are not confused. We will be discussing her first child's father, the relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Because last week we talked about her last relationship and so this will be the relationship before him right all right so how did you meet him um through the internet had that's why the internet is the devil (laughs) (laughs) it is um so he had originally um met my friend through the internet but then you know how like we kind of all just add each other Mm -hmm. especially when facebook first came out we were just adding people Mm mm-hmm um, and then years down the line, he had inboxed me and that's kind of where it got started. Yeah. Yeah. What did he provide for you that you were seeking? Attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Attention, especially for me. Cause, um, you know, we went to the all girls school. It was predominantly white. So I didn't have many high school relationships. Mm-hmm. I did have like two. <laughs> That's it, you know. Right. Yeah, I had like no, I had like three. <laughs> three. Yeah, three. I only know about two. No, you don't. But we ain't gonna talk about that. That's not about this. Oh, episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk about it off air. Great. <laughs> and so, um, you know, feeling I just turned eighteen, so I felt like I was grown mm-hmm. and he gave me that sense of independence. Like I've been sheltered my whole life, which is honestly being an adult is a blessing. But you know, I thought I was grown and wanted some independence, and he provided that. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's what attracted me to him—the attention and independence for sure. Yeah, because he had his own place. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you were able to go over there freely and not have to worry about parents or anything. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I would always be over there with her. In the beginning. In the beginning. Always. Mm-hmm. You should have <laughs> No, I should have pulled your ass away. Yeah, that's true. Right, that's it. Yeah, well, I guess because as a 18-year-old girl, too, you miss signs, too. Like, oh, yeah. Like, the I neighborhood and stuff. Girl, his friends. Because you know how, like, when we were younger, they would always be like, oh, my friends. <laughs> want to talk to you or whatever you know so it's like just a group of niggas that really ain't had no drive in life we shouldn't even been down there um you know and so you were caked up with old boy and then he i mean there was like a cute friend down there and i was like okay you know just as a wingman or whatever wing woman yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um we both should not have been down there at all at all. At, 
Yeah. We no. both have done things that we should not have done. Yeah. Everyone has done things they should not have done. Yeah. But how was the relationship in the beginning? Um, Like all relationships, you become infatuated. So everything is so perfect. You want to spend all your time with that person. Um, So besides like the obvious signs that I feel like maybe an 18-year-old wouldn't know, you know, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Like we, I had fun. I felt so independent and free and yeah, you know. Um, so the relationship in the beginning, obviously, was fine. My parents, when they found out, didn't agree. Mm-hmm. You know, because parents always get that little um, intuition going on there. But right, right. <laughs> so you mentioned some of the signs that we ignore when we're, when we're young mm-hmm. looking back hindsight 2020 what were some of the signs that you saw that that you like saw now or see now that you should have saw back then yeah so the two major ones was his relationship with his family and his friends like he never had any genuine friends like how mm-hmm. I can say, oh, I'm about to kick with my friend. Everybody pretty much know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, he didn't have that. Like, he would have different friends all the time. He didn't have no good structured family relationship with, like, mm-hmm. his mom, his sister. Like, no one. He struggled a lot with that and his self-identity. And um, I ignored it. Like, now... If you tell me, like, oh, I got issues with this part of my family, that and I'm it turns me off immediately. Like, I almost can't even talk to you because, you know, you need those core relationships, man. And if you don't have them core relationships, you need to be talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. Because not having a relationship with your parents, you know, it does something to a child. (laughs) Right. You know? Right. So. But didn't you say that he felt like he was, adopted yeah i mean that's what he said i don't know (laughs) he just because his a lot of his family was dark-skinned and he was like really bright not even just like a little bit light-skinned like you know my oldest daughter is like a little bit Mm light-skinned he was really light-skinned and his family was like my color yeah and he had a different texture of hair and things like that so he always felt like he was adopting that his parents was lying to him i mean which it could be. Right. But but still, like, that doesn't mean that you should be re- disrespectful or... Abusive. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He was abusive towards his parents? Verbally? That, maybe? I don't remember, but I'm quite sure he was. Yeah. That's usually a sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but being honest, I can't even remember. I yeah. just know they didn't have a good relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, what was the second sign? Um, the second sign, oh, how fast he got mad. Like, I know some of y'all think it's cute to be able to pop off, da-da-da-da, but he got mad, like, super fast over the littlest stuff. And, you know, at first it wasn't towards me, so, of course, you know, I'm just like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right, like, maybe he was having a bad day or like the you know customer service person must have said something wrong to him or something you know like they were deserving of that right and i didn't take heed to it like 
Mm-hmm. Come on, boy. It's just barbecue sauce. It's okay. <laughs> and then you know, like my personality, like I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not the type to go off at all. At a lot, it takes really my kids for me to like kind of pop off. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like you probably gonna get an okay or look, <laughs> like, or me trying to reason with you, but right. Um, yeah. So those were the two main signs his relationships with others mm-hmm. outside of me and his anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was the last straw for you? Yeah. So the last straw had to be when, um, so he abused me throughout our relationship and it seemed to got worse once I got pregnant, which is like really ironic. But I think the reason why it got worse is because he had isolated me so much from my family that he felt like he can get away with it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now I know, like, most people wasn't even aware what was going on. Um, so it, like, got worse once he realized, okay, I can actually get away with it. But the last final straw was when um, I had took Amaya to go see him, and she was still a little baby. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was holding her and he like started like hitting me, like fighting me at while I'm holding her in my arms. Yeah. Yeah. So after that you were like, I'm done. I can't. Yeah. That was like it for Were me. y'all together at that point? Or? No. We wasn't together. No. No. I was just taking her to go see him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a couple of months after he tried to I guess you can just say kill the both of us mm-hmm. when he grabbed a hold of the steering wheel and ran us into a tree two weeks after giving birth to Amaya. Yeah. Um, so it was a couple months after that because, of course, me. I was trying to do some dang co-parenting. <laughs> do uh, thing. I was trying to co-parent with him, and he mm-hmm. got mad because I didn't want to get back in a relationship. And mm-hmm. I was trying to take my baby and go. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, that's deep. Yeah. And so, at that moment, did you, like, cut off communication with him completely? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know, like, I I think for, like, a survival mechanism, mm-hmm. like, I pretty much, like, blocked out a lot, like, that pretty much the whole time period of my life. Yeah. Like, if you ask me specific details, I honestly cannot tell you besides, like, streets that I got hit on, places I tried to run from. Like, your triggers. My triggers, I remember distinctly. But, yeah. like, other little small details, I honestly, I couldn't tell you. And that's how I know I was, like, really a victim. Like, I think I denied it for so long. Mm. But now, like, talking it through with my therapist, like, I was really a victim, yeah, and I have like almost signs of, I want to say PTSD. Like it's not as extreme as like a war veteran or things like that, but you know how they say they block out certain stuff. Yeah, until they trigger hit and then they start to remember. And oh, so you're like you block out certain stuff until you're triggered. Like yeah. even talking with your therapist doesn't bring up. Oh, absolutely, that's why yes. a lot of people stop going to therapy. Because they have to bring it up to heal it. Right. Right. And so when she... And also, like, acknowledge it, kind of. Yeah. So, like, you just said you denied it. 
so you didn't really feel like a victim Mm -hmm. for a long time but no you have to confront it and be like this is what I was I was a victim if you would have asked me three years ago to talk about this Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to yeah I wouldn't be able to open my mouth to tell you nothing about this yeah yeah so and sitting down with my therapist like she asks those questions like Mm -hmm. very detailed like okay well what happened this point after this time Mm -hmm. like she makes me remember it yeah and And say it out loud loud. instead of like internalizing it and just burying it there yeah oh yes black people it's almost ingrained in us to bury our traumas Mm -hmm. we had to at some at one point to survive yeah and it's it's crazy because saying it out loud sometimes makes it real. Yeah, but it also is kind of freeing. Yeah, that's you true. know, and <laughs> and healing in its own right because it's like wow, I'm really putting this out there that this is what happened. Yeah, and you know, it starts the process of healing. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, because you're acknowledging it, and then now you can move on and be like, okay. This no longer is me anymore, or whatever. Yeah, because I used to hold a lot of guilt um, with my whole situation with him. Like, well, why did I have to be attracted to him? Why did I have to have this Mm -hmm. life? You know, I used to hold a lot of... I blamed it on me. A lot of it on me. Yeah. Uh, Not necessarily the abuse. Like, why why did he hit me? Like, I know why he hit me, because he's crazy. But, like, why was I attracted to him and I had to, like, in order for me to let that go, I had to acknowledge, like, girl, you was the victim. Mm-hmm. But a lot of victims have that mentality. Mm. Like, why me? Why, you know? Yeah. They always think that it's them because the abuser has made them feel mm-hmm. like it's their fault. Yeah. You're the reason why this is happening to you, and you deserve this. Yeah. Like, how crazy does it sound coming out of my mouth that I felt guilty? Right. For, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Some deep stuff. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, all right, y'all. Well, we are about to take a short break and um, hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll come back with triggers for Anquanette. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. So, uh, we are going to have just a few more questions about triggers and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to give this episode a rest. Give my friend a rest. I'm sure she's feeling heavy right now. Give y'all a rest because I'm sure y'all are feeling heavy as well. Um, so, Anko, what are some of your triggers? And then, like, when you are triggered, how do you feel? Yeah. I mean, so, triggers, when you are triggered, um, can do... not can do but can have different effects so mm-hmm. um some days i might feel really low like i don't have a lot of energy um some days i just feel really sad um i just think in general when you have a trick or some people might start having anxiety like mm-hmm. um so it's not really just like a one type of reaction when you do have a trigger right Does it depend on, like, what trigger it is? I mean, yeah, but sometimes the same trigger can cause different reactions. You know it's a trigger because you notice, like... How your demeanor changes. Yeah. Yeah. Or how your spirit feels or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, For me, like, one of my triggers 
is like seeing car accidents. Um, he. I don't think you told them that story. Yeah, I was just about to explain. No. <laughs> um, he tried to run a car into a tree. Well, my car into a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of weeks after I have just gave birth. Mm-hmm. And um, tried to harm both of us at that point. Um, so now when I see car accidents, I start to shake. Mm. Um, and not just like any car accident. It has to be like car accident where it's like tear up really bad. The person is like outside of the car crying. Like if I see those emotions, I mm. start to shake really bad. Yeah. Um, another kind of trigger that I have is like going to the area where he lived. Mm-hmm. Um. I try to avoid it if I can, or sometimes when I go through it, I feel my mood get really low. Yeah. So, those are some of my, like, personal triggers with that situation. Yeah. But, that's a quick discussion. I feel like all of us have some form of triggers. Like, you don't have to go through, like, my specific traumatic situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for example, some people might have triggers when you tell them they're Virgo. Some people might have triggers when it comes to their hair. Somebody make a comment about their hair or something. So, like, we all have form of triggers. I think it's healthy to find out what those triggers are. You're childish. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ariana X is regular. <laughs> Both of them. Both? Okay. Well, I think it's healthy to find out what those triggers are. So, when, it, when they come, because sometimes you can't avoid it. So, when they come, you know... You have better control over it. Yeah, for sure. Because um, to like bounce off of your <laughs> Virgo trigger, um, I do notice myself sometimes like I'm triggered when I'm asked about her. Mm. Like, oh, have you talked to her? Has she reached out? You know, or like even mentioning her name sometimes. Like, oh, like my mom will be like, oh, you seem like you're doing better. You know, with this whatever. John Joe. Yeah. <laughs> whatever situation. And so sometimes that can be a trigger for me. Yeah. Um, also, my dad is a Virgo. So sometimes he really triggers me. Um, because he, they have this, especially Virgo men, they have this mentality. Mm-hmm. And they think very similar. And okay. so it just is like, ugh. Yeah. You know. So, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because I was actually thinking about that. I was like, hmm, am I triggered? Like, what? You know, like, because, like I said, I was really sheltered. And I've never been through any type of trauma in my life, really. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I've never even broken a bone. I've never, Stitches, nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, I've never been through a traumatic situation in my life. And so, I just feel like... I don't know, like, I'm on the outskirts, like, I don't fit in, or, like, I can't relate to people, but the more that I mature, it just makes me realize that, like, situations are different, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and they don't have to go to this it's extreme. extreme for you to have some of the same effects. Yeah. Emotions towards it. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, because my therapist has said, so, like triggers or stress um the body doesn't know the difference between like 
a more extreme stress, like a domestic violence situation or mm. car accident. Like the body doesn't know the difference. It just knows stress. that it's stress. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you see people not even go through like nothing extreme, but still have the same effects as somebody who went to war. Yeah. Because the body does not know the difference. So it's okay. And you're blessed that, you know, you right. didn't have to experience any of that. Mm-hmm. But people should still be aware just to be healthy, just to know what's going on with you, you mm-hmm. know, some of your tr- own triggers and things like that in your own life. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. I appreciate her because she'd be opening my eyes up to Listen, stuff. Listen, therapy is amazing. Yes. But that is something that we will discuss on part two. Part two. Next week's episode. Yes. Um. Just because, like, somebody... Um, and my family recently went through a situation and like I was trying to explain to her that she needs to go to therapy. Yeah. Because she's hurt her. Like really deeply hurt. And I yeah. like my feelings are hurt for her because she's so hurt. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oops. So uh <laughs> um but yes, y'all. We're gonna um I think that's all the questions that I really had. Yeah. If you guys now. have any private questions for me, I know Believe it or not, people reach out to me all the time. Go ahead, plug it, girl. <laughs> Thank Who you. reach out to you? <laughs> they reach out to me. So you can um, find, personally, find me on Facebook at Anquinette K. That's probably the best because I check Facebook more than I check any other social media. You can reach out to us through our um, podcast Facebook page, which is Life Check 1 2. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even reach out on Instagram, which is Life Check One Two Podcast. Um, so those are the best ways. To, like, if you have any questions or you're going through something similar and you just need somebody to vent to or talk to, like, I don't mind being here because I get it. Um, if you guys need professionals and recommendations you, or anything. yeah or you or someone else you know that's currently going through it please call the domestic hotline um their phone number is 1-800-799-7233 call them did i tell you um i was looking to apply to be a domestic hotline person no but i think that's really amazing like people who do that like 911 operators and everything yeah they're amazing that's Something I could never, because I feel like I would freak out with the person. Like I could, yeah, I, keep I realize I, I'm still in my sensitive. Yeah, still in the progress of healing. So yeah, I was yeah. like, this is probably not a good idea right now. But I actually think that that would be. I, feel I like think a counselor. that would be good I, for you, not for you, but I like the position would be good for you because oh. I feel like you help people. Yeah, and like you are good at. Solving problems and like really keeping calm. Cause oh. me, I'm I'm a hothead. Like I feel like I, you know, yeah, can't keep calm sometimes. Well, but I feel like you do. And then like yeah, what you have to offer people, I yeah. feel is important and it's really dope and it's um it's good for them. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I we we gonna hold off on that. I mean, yeah, I'm it just, could be, you know, 10 years from now, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, I could see you doing it. Oh, that's you know? sweet. I do feel like I give good advice, y'all. <laughs> anyway, we see you guys in part two, a more lighter episode. We'll be discussing healing. And don't forget, call the hotline if you or anyone you know is in this situation. Do yes. not, do not wait. The faster you get out, the better. Yes. <laughs>
Okay, see ya.